What's up, After Buzzers? It's your favorite time of week, and it's Thanksgiving week, a week early. So we're talking all about Episode 9, the mid-season finale. It's called So Long, Marianne. You won't want to miss any of this twisted storyline, so stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, guys? Hey. I feel like I need to be on. This is us. This is us. He's got a rap. He's got yeah, like a beat. This is us. This is us. So I'm sad. Sorry, Danny. We can't do it as well, but we do okay. have an amazing guest host tonight, and we've got a lot What's to up? cover. We have so many storylines, guys. We were kind of twisted at the beginning trying to figure out the best way to cover all of it. Um, we're going to be diving into almost every single character we know and love on This Is Us. But before we go there, I'm going to introduce our lovely panel. First of all, before I forget myself, as I always do, my name is Candace Cruz, and I'm joined with this amazing group of people. Right now, our guest host is Mr. JB. He's an OG after buzzer and a producer. I like, I like giving like a little like little bio. Gotta have the 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 mic sounds for all those people that are listening on podcasts. We got Paris Rose. She is on two seasons OG of This Is Us, and she's obviously the unpopular opinion. Not here. We yeah, love your opinion. Hopefully not. No. Maybe today that. I got some. I got some today. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not, not ready for it. Yeah. Not ready for it. And then last but not least, our baby of the crew, Miss Haley Graves. She's on five after shows here at AfterBest TV, so she's the queen of after shows, but the queen of drama shows. You're doing Empire, yep. Grey's Anatomy, this. Do you ever stop crying? No, actually, <laughs> okay. actually, thankfully, that this season has helped me with this is us. Not this episode though, but this season. So yeah, far. this episode, I had yeah. all the tears. Yeah. I, I actually I saw, welled up. This, you saw that? Yep. Well, actually, there's the lots of tissues in the studio. <laughs> yes. so you guys are in good hands. Especially with our tissue moments, I'm going to have probably a four or five this week. Okay, wow. I know all first right. four or five this season, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're What's breaking. The finale, so. uh, well, that's true. They got to bring it bigger, bigger. Go bigger, go home. Right. Whoo! Okay, so <laughs> we're breaking it down. Hope you guys follow along with us because we have so many characters to cover. So we're going to start with Beth, Deja, and Shauna, and then by the end of it, we'll obviously talk about all the flash forwards, flashbacks throughout the timelines, future Jack, old Jack. We got them all. Yeah, all so, Jacks, all the Jacks. But before we go into those, what were your all's overall thoughts of the episode? I liked it. I mean, it was kind of all over the place yeah. with the timeline and the characters, as it some often is. Mm-hmm. But I thought they tied it together really well. Um, and I guess kind of globally for the Thanksgiving theme, I think mm-hmm. as we go into that week, um, there's a lot of family and we all kind of have our own feelings about that. But I really liked how they tied like a positive note on it and gave kind of a good context for like even though... There are issues when we all get together and gather in a close vicinity. There are things that we don't expect that happen that are really awesome. You know, like, you know, engaging with relatives that you don't often do. There's always something mm-hmm. more out of it. Yeah. Um, and with Nikki especially, I think that came out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, pretty much the same. I, I loved, loved this episode, though. Um, I think uh, Nikki was the MVP of the episode. He really, he, he brought the tears for me. I, I didn't cry like Candace did, but <laughs> inside I felt like I would cry. So I, I really loved it. I thought there was going to be so much drama for Thanksgiving. Yeah, agreed. And it was more, like, positive, like um, JB yeah. was saying. So I enjoyed it. 
Yes, and I echoed them, but I think what really made this episode one of my favorites, for sure, of this season, which, as you can expect, being the fall finale, but what really put it over the edge for me was the directing by Ken Olin, just the way the episode laid out, ended up tying a pretty bow for all of us. That was probably what made this episode so special for me, Mm. and just the little moments, the little cliffhangers that we ended up receiving, and as well as the acting. There were several scenes in this that I was just blown away not just talking about Mandy Moore, but so much for us to get into that oh, I was just amazed by the acting in this episode. It was phenomenal. There were a lot of really dropped performances that yes. were just like, for all of you guys that aren't, it's a term I use for acting, where it was just like really like present and you could feel all of it, like yes. all the emotion through the TV screen. Um, but let's jump right in. Uh, let's hit Beth, Deja, and Shauna, because I feel mm. like there were a lot of high emotions especially when it comes to like mother daughter relationships in general i feel like it's always like um it's a very like hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Crucial relationship, but also one of the most testy relationships yeah. to be a daughter and a mother and for her to be torn between like Beth and Shauna. Yeah. I can only imagine. But I mean, Beth had her own thing, but we didn't really get to see how Shauna felt about all of it either. Yeah, I I don't necessarily know. For me, I didn't feel Deja being conflicted. I thought that Deja was more just focused on, again, like what she ended up um, unveiling, that she was upset because her mother could never do these things for her. Mm. You know, when they were sitting there and all of a sudden Shauna calls herself a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan. You don't become a diehard Philadelphia Eagles fan overnight, let me tell you that. But <laughs> they are serious about their football up there. Um, she really likes her football. Yes, I remember that. Um, but it was more just like as her mother saying these things, watching Deja's face just mm. slowly kind of sink away in that realization that her mother has a life and a great one without her. So it's like her mother has completely moved on past her and done something with her life that she could never do for Deja. And that would really, really sting. Not only being Thanksgiving, but just this realization that your mother has a better life without you. Right. Also, to kind of piggyback on that, yeah. I th- I'm feel like we can all guess that uh, her mom is not the one who reached out because obviously we saw in the previous episode, yeah. Deja was kind of wanted this yep. and and mm. took that to Beth and and they kind of made that plan. Yep. And so it's interesting that Shauna doing so well would not have reached out in some way. Mm. Yeah. At least that we know about. I mean she may yeah. have and sort of offline, but I think that would have come up in this episode had yeah. she had some type of relationship with with Deja still. Agreed. But to play and I agree with both of you, yeah. but to play devil's advocate and kind of side with Shauna just a little bit, like she tried so hard and the fact that she gave up her daughter even though she was fighting so hard like I think she kind of had to let that chapter close in order to deal with the emotions of like not having your daughter and she still showed up yeah Yeah. like she could have said no and not shown up like the fact that she showed up that she took this to like maybe she's doing all this stuff to have a better life to prove 
to her daughter that she can do it. Yeah. And it does take off the extra stress of having to feed another mouth. It does take off mm-hmm. the extra stress of constantly having to worry about a teenage daughter. Like, now she can actually, like, thrive the way that she didn't get to because right. she was a teenage mother and lost her mother. So I, I feel like there's so many different layers to this yeah. like relationship, and I, I, I mean, I'm proud of Shauna. Yeah, yeah, I'm but, on the same yeah. side. I'm the same yeah. page as yeah, you because, yeah. um, also, we don't really get to hear how Shauna right. feels about this. Yeah, but I feel like Shauna can say the same thing that Deja's feeling. Deja's yeah. also flourishing. She always yeah. was mm, a good child true. and smart, yeah. but she's flourishing. This is the best uh, she's ever seen her, and mm-hmm. you know, she's happy there. So it could be like a take back for Shauna as well to see Deja look like she's thriving with a whole new family. Yeah. You guys, I have an evil thought. Oh God! <laughs> I love that Ooh. already. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I kind of think that uh, Shauna's faking it. Oh, I no. Faking like all I don't, everything I don't, being perhaps, Yeah, I don't want to necessarily like this isn't exactly a prediction because I don't think that Shauna's going to be too much reoccurring. Mm-hmm. But there is a piece of me that thinks that Shauna came to this, collected herself for this dinner once Deja to see that she is doing okay in the hopes that Deja won't worry about her anymore. Mm. But in reality, she isn't doing well. That's why she hasn't reached out. And she just is putting on this front because I'm sorry, it. I don't think that Beth would have as many concerns as she does without having that little gut motherly instinct. And on the flip side, you could say, well, that Beth was just being protective. Beth felt uncomfortable in the situation, but I think there is a little bit of truth to why Beth was feeling the way she was. I mean, she looks great, though. Like, I For will sure. say that. So, yeah. like, she yeah. does look yeah. Like, not yeah. even just, like, put together, but she yeah. looks refreshed. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it's not yeah. Me too. That. Me too. But yeah. I'm saying just knowing yeah. this is us, there's a little piece of me that kind of got those vibes. Yeah. Right. And what if Beth was having an instinct, though, not about that, but just the instinct of, like, Oh my God! What if she's doing well and she wants to try and take Deja oh, yeah, back? Yeah, that's what I thought. No yeah. doubt. That's where my no concern doubt. was. Yeah. And obviously, like Beth, we talk a little bit about her emotions and like she goes out and confides in Kate of like I didn't want her to be doing as well yeah. because I want. I think as a mother, she wants Deja to love her not more, but yeah. just as much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. like you know. F- it's nice when you feel needed and you yeah. feel like what you're doing like means something and it's sort of like irreplaceable. I mm-hmm. think that's like a parent's... Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I can imagine for sure. that feeling. For me, it was like also just kind of beautiful, though, the way that they laid it out that Beth was having all these insecurities and then she ended up getting to have that motherly moment with Deja. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. they showed us that kind of... Beth is her mother, if that makes sense. Like, when it was back-to-back scenes, like, right then we saw Shauna not necessarily being super motherly. Instead, she's bragging about her friends and potluck dinners and all of these things. And then Beth gets to have the mom moment. And so I thought it was cool the way they kind of did that for us. And still allowing Deja the space to, like, share her moments with her mother and not have, like, an awkward Mm -hmm. tension between them, which was great. Like, no popcorn this episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But before we go into our next duo, Paris, take it away. I will take it away. (laughs) Um, Guys, we are so grateful and thankful that you tune in to us every single week. You guys are engaged. You leave comments. You let us know when we're wrong and when we're right. And we appreciate it. But we have so much more to offer here at AfterBuzz TV. And we just need you guys to give us... That five thumbs, well, not five thumbs up. You can give us five thumbs up. up, Wait, what? (laughs) Give us 
all five of those thumbs. No, but give us a thumbs up. Let us know that you appreciate us the same way we appreciate you. And if you're listening on Spotify, remember to also rate us five stars because we deserve it. And we want to thank you for letting us be the ESPN of TV Talk. I still stuck yeah. on the five thumbs. I know. <laughs> I don't know where five the five thumbs. came in. Oh, five stars. Five, five stars. stars. Five, like, five stars and a thumbs up. Yeah. Five, yeah. yeah. I That's missed rare. that memo. I didn't get that. <laughs> it's, it's a new thing, you don't know? It's yeah. a new thing. <laughs> Gosh, everybody's so giving five thumbs. <laughs> I mean, clearly I'm not up with the millennials, but Tess is very up with the millennials oh, and yes. having a whole situation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, okay, guys, I feel like the storyline has been going on a little long. Yeah. Like, I love that this is an issue that we've brought up that yeah. Tess is really tapping into and coming into her own and dealing with the coming out. I know that that's not an easy task and not a short task either, but I just feel like every episode they're just kind of like dabbling and then pulling it away. Yeah. Dabbling and then pulling it away. And it's yeah. not even enough. It's more of like an afterthought that they just throw in the episodes. Yeah. So I'm glad they're finally bringing it to like... She's finally having her moment. There's like, some oomph to it. Right. Yeah. And I also, with that, with her coming out, I don't know if I'm just slow, but if I was looking at her crush and it being Zendaya, I'd be like, yeah, me too, girl. Yeah. Love Zendaya, girl crush. You know, I really wouldn't think she's coming out. She just puts like her, I saw her hashtags. Yeah. Right. And it said yeah. like Zendaya, girl crush, and I would, or like crush, and I wouldn't think that's the sign yeah. that she's coming out. See, and I, I think though I will give kudos to the uh, writers for incorporating Instagram because mm-hmm. I feel like if anything about this storyline, that's the most real part about it mm-hmm. is the fact that there is that Instagram. Like, this is probably embarrassing, but I can remember being at my grandmother's house on holidays and I had an old school camera and going in the backyard and like taking selfies so I could post yep. on social media, like <laughs> on MySpace. It was a real thing mm-hmm. and that <laughs> and, Facebook. and yeah and so it was it was relatable you know like the importance of kind of coming out on Instagram rather than even telling your friends at school I thought that was super relatable how they did that except the happy meal thing I was like what I actually thought that was kind of cool just because yeah. no, I mean like, I loved it I loved right. it I was she just like I didn't expect right. this so right. I, like, I did not expect this we, I mean I didn't uh, relate to it in that way obviously <laughs> but I thought it was cool just because I mean even I don't know if you guys were all at the um, summit thing we had yep. this this weekend. Yep. The speakers that we saw like really um, told us about how empowering it is to say something out loud. Mm-hmm. And I think for her again in, in Gen Z, they're so used to being so digital. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like almost harder. Like when you think about it that way, like something you've literally never told anyone besides your parents. Yeah. Or you know maybe she's never said it besides that one time. Like. Yeah saying it to kind of a faceless person that that really is kind of a cool exercise that she can get that completely objective, like, okay, yeah. cool. Even, uh, do you even, want fries with that? Or yeah, what? like, even the, I was going to say, the person's reaction. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's like, so? Cool. Like, yeah. 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 We, I think, you know, we build things up in our minds, and especially yeah. on yeah. the internet or, or social media, where it's so easy for people to get negative or just to have comments in general, whether they are positive, neutral, or whatever. It's so much easier for people to just fire those off. Yeah. And so we often don't get, like, authentic, real human reactions where, you know, that is an example of kind of an impartial one. Like, mm-hmm. you told someone that in if you in real life, if you went to, like, that kind of an impartial source, yeah. they'd probably say the same thing. They'd be yeah. like, all right, cool. I mean, I know how hard it is for, like, these young kids now to, like, the, online bullying is such a yeah. real thing. Yes. And I remember, I mean, I didn't, we had Facebook, 
I guess, through high school. But I just remember the real, like, visceral feeling that you had of, like, if someone didn't like something or if in person, if people didn't like you or if there was something being said, like, you think that that's the end of your world. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like, no, we, Twitter came out right when I was um, kind of ending high school. Mm-hmm. And we actually had a situation where it kind of was used as a burn book. That one person, like, everyone would kind of send in gossip and nasty things to this Mm -hmm. one person, and they would post them all. That person ended up getting banned from Twitter for 10 years but because of it. But (laughs) it's been a real thing for a while now. So I think that, again, the writers doing their due diligence to make it be about social was really cool. Yeah, I agree. And I loved that Kevin brought in, to bring Kevin into the mix of this, is I love that Kevin really implied, and like, um, Mm -hmm. implied is not the right, maybe it is, um, all the things that he learned from AA. Into yeah. that and applied, helping to yes. apply, yeah. not imply. <laughs> I guess you could imply it, but it's not the right terminology. Um, but he applied everything that he yeah. did with AA. All um, about the steps. Yeah, yeah, and like even bouncing off of your thought, Candace, about how they've just kind of been sprinkling tests in there. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this case, it was truly just to be a subplot of Kevin's bigger plot line. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how he said about he's learning to take care of two people or things like that. You know, I think mm-hmm. it was just showing his fatherly characteristics as a as well as being almost kind of a good partner, you know, like how he was with yeah. Nikki. I think he's always had such a special relationship with Tess yeah. that it was a nice, like, book into this whole storyline, and we'll see where it goes from there with sure. Tess. Obviously, sure. like, she broke the news to Randall that she came out. Yeah. And such a good dad. Yeah, he's so proud. He was so proud. Just- all smiles. He just, all smiles. And he so. also probably didn't know how to react either. Because, yeah. like, for any dad, when a daughter says who their crush is online, regardless of if it's a boy yeah. or a girl, it's still kind of like, oh, this oh is my daughter's grown up. Yeah. 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 Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah, but it was great. It was a cool moment. Um, but moving into our next one, because we have so many more characters to cover, this one's going to be a doozy, y'all. This one is Nikki... As the hold, and then we're gonna talk about Nikki and Randall's relationship, Nikki and Kevin's relationship, and Nikki and Jack number one, <laughs> our OG Jack's relationship. Um, and obviously, moving forward, we're gonna have some really cool special segments, um, our tearjerker moments, and our news and gossip. So keep watching, especially with this Nikki one because it was. This is when I cried was yeah. all the Nikki moments. Yeah, it was my. Yeah, oh. I uh, one of this is probably like one of my favorite moments was how the writers and the directors of this made the back-to-back scenes of Mm -hmm. when we see that Nikki goes in the car with Randall. The one thing I loved about it is because Randall has always had the most Jack qualities, I think, Mm -hmm. out of all of our both Pearson boys. We always kind of keep relating Jack, even in previous episodes, as recently as, I want to say, even last week's episode, like, we get these vibes that Randall is very Mm Jack-like. And so even, so now we get even more proof of that because Nikki goes with Randall to this house and I love that they even got to show us the old house. Yeah. I, I like I loved that moment. And then not just that though, but how Nikki says he erased me mm. and then right away mm. comes around and realizes that he was never erased. He just was brought up in different ways. And to me that was just I was like, wow, this is beautiful. The way that Nikki's emotion on his face, because I don't know about y'all, but there's been so many times in my life that I've been in that passenger seat and you just want to break down. You're just yeah. looking out the window and you're trying <laughs> yeah. to hold it all in. And I was like, wow, did I feel that? I felt That's that when too. I cried. Yeah. yeah. Was when he turned and he started crying. That was yep. just like the most beautiful yeah. moment ever yeah. that Nikki got to have of like, oh my God, he's still 
yeah. kept me in there. Yeah, I think that is such a cool part of what, like, they're bringing Nikki in. Because originally when he was introduced as a character just, like, from the get-go, I was like, eh, like, I don't know how crazy of a storyline I am about this. But moments like that are so awesome. Again, you know, when I was talking before just about Thanksgiving, like, grandparents, I think, mm-hmm. are are always an interesting relationship, especially when you're a young kid, because it's like, I have nothing in common with you. Yeah. There's like 70 years between yeah. us. Yeah. Um, and they are obviously like all about you, and you're like, who's this old person? But that, like, those moments are so awesome, because mm-hmm. there is that such a huge yeah. generational gap, and you, you know, even the smallest moments, like him explaining a song that, you know, yeah. he told someone. Yeah, yeah, a poem, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like, 40 years before. Yeah. Like, how awesome is that mm-hmm. for, for them? And so mm-hmm. I, I think... As you get older, you kind of relish those moments more and more. Um, mm. I don't have any grandparents left, so like thinking back, like, oh, okay, that may have been one. Yeah, it just yeah. you never appreciate it, like when you're there, there, yeah. and it's like always in retrospect. So yeah. long, Mary Ann. Oh, yeah. and yeah. for me personally, it was a chance for me to let go of my like slight anger um, towards Jack because oh, for hiding evil thought. Yes, my evil thought. I mean, I understand why Jack <clears throat> yep. erased Nikki. He thought that he murdered a child. So I get it. But I was still like, Man, this was your brother. You had moments you know him. You should have known that he could never do that. And for a whole like lifetime you just don't talk about him ever. I was really upset with Jack. But having this moment where Jack never really erased him, yeah. it made me feel like, okay. And in well, all I fairness, though, he didn't erase him for a whole lifetime. Like, right. he yeah. erased him for a good, what, like 15, 20 years? It yeah. would have been a lifetime, though. Well, yeah. If he was still alive. But, I mean, right. I, I well, don't... Maybe. Yeah. I like yeah. to think that he would have come around. Um, so? But again, like, that's kind of what life is. Like, well, never, like, yeah. You yeah. never want to wait that long to do something that you are thinking about doing. Like, you never know when... Yeah, we have we have some people in the precious. live chat joining us. Ellen Hanwright says, Yes, Nikki shine tonight. His Thanksgiving speech was so inspiring. I cried so much. And oh. Tao's Girls also says totally Nikki Nikki was awesome tonight as well. So we appreciate Definitely. y'all. Keep leaving those comments. I'm mm-hmm. checking out everything you're commenting as we are talking. So appreciate those. Uh, I just love, and I also loved the just the lighthearted moments where he was like, "I'm actually going to ride with Russell," and he's like, "Randall, yes. see, yeah. that's why, that's why I got to go." Yeah, exhibit and he exhibit A. Hey, and then um, who else was it? There was one other moment that like she was like, "Well, why is it Grandpa Jack never brought you up?" Oh, it was Annie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Annie always has to. Yes. She does. She yes. has all those, like, she's moments great. that no one says yeah. out loud, but she, of course, says, because she's what? How old is she on the show? She seems about eight. She's, like, eight. She's young, yeah. and yeah. obviously in real life, she's, like, 12. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. She's crazy to me. She's, like, all grown up, and she's not I know. on the show. I was, like, I was so anxious, though, whenever... Um, Nikki finally was like, "We need to make one stop." I was like, "Oh Where God, is he he's gonna get them? alcohol. He's gonna Where do something." Where are they going? Like, I was so intrigued, and then the fact that he now brings his new tradition, and mm. I just, I loved it because the whole time I was like, "What do you get? What do you get? What's in the bag?" <laughs> and then the fact that he like brings out this shrimp, I was like, oh, that was "Well, good. that brings Five us into talk about." Uh, I mean, OG yeah. Jack. Yep. I'm going to call him OG Jack on yep. this episode, <laughs> um, where obviously like the the house has never been good on Thanksgiving for yeah. the two of them, for the young boys, and for them to go out, and it's the Thanksgiving before they call his number, yeah. which just broke my heart, yep. because I'm like, no, you are going to get called, and <laughs> yeah. this is like a pivotal moment, like, oh, God. 
Um, but for them to go and like him get all the money and then get the shrimp and like live in large. Yep. And those Thanksgivings are the ones that like mean the most is when it's yeah. completely different from tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you like make new traditions, yep. just like they did with the the hat, with yep. the turkey and everything that became a tradition, and then obviously the shrimp became like the thing. Yeah, and, and I just I the other thing that I really enjoyed about it was the one thing that they kept kind of as a parallel through all of the timelines was their love of football. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's what I do on Thanksgiving Day. I watch football the do entire you? day. Yeah, I would never right. think that she <laughs> would watch football on Thanksgiving. I, I do. I watch them all day, every day. I love how they even brought up the fact that it was the Cowboys because the Cowboys play every Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so it was just, it was really cool that they had it in every single timeline, mm-hmm. that little nugget. Yeah. I loved that. And then obviously Kevin comes back and is talking to Nikki yep. and has that moment where... Oh, uh, the hand on the face. The hand on the yes. face made me break down again. Yeah. He was it. so sweet. I think I would have cracked if he would have been like, Jack is would be so proud of the man you are. So oh. like, if he would have said something like that, I would have lost it. Done. Oh my I gosh, that would have been it. Yeah, You're right. I was waiting. Right. I was waiting for it. I was like, don't say it, don't say it. Please don't say it, please don't say it, please don't say it. Yeah, I was kind yeah. of waiting for him to become Jack in a, in a moment because mm. Kevin was kind yeah. of Agreed. having those. Uh, but I think that probably would have been too much and taken away from his relationship with Nikki, yeah. which yeah. now is pretty legit. Like yeah. I feel like they actually have a bond and they... Sort of like they found themselves, and so yeah. like that conversation was real, where it wasn't. I think on paper it could have been read. He's kind of pushing him away again, yeah. but how they shot it and, and delivered it yeah. was much more like we are good now, yeah. and like now we are like this is not gonna break yeah. anytime yeah. soon. So yeah. we can handle each other in different places. Yeah. All I wanted was Nikki to say, I'm not going anywhere. I don't yeah. know why that line kept coming in my head, mm. but I wanted him to like reassure Kevin like, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, you come back and see you, me. You can yeah. come back and see me. I'm not going back to my old ways. I'm not. Yeah. I guess he inadvertently said yeah. that with like the phone call and stuff, yeah. but I just really selfishly wanted like that, that line, line <laughs> in there, but I didn't get it. Um, but that leads into obviously the new tradition that they had with the shrimp yep. and baby Jack clearly Old Jack yeah. is carrying it on. So Nikki must play a really pivotal part in their life. From here forward. Actually isn't going anywhere from yeah. here forward. Yeah. Because we see that that's like something that goes into the future. And obviously they got the new baby that's coming too. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different timelines to keep up <laughs> yeah. with. Guys. Oh, I, so much. I, was, I enjoy the way that they're picking and choosing when they're giving us future Jack. Mm-hmm. Because it always means something. Yes. And I don't think that Lucy was pregnant when we saw them back in episode one. And so now we do know that there's now going to be another baby around and... Yeah, future, like, wow. future, baby. Continue, future, yeah. future baby, future, 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 future baby. Right. Jack the third. third. Jack the third. Yeah. I wonder what year that is. I, if yeah. anyone wants to guess yeah. in the group chat, let us know the group chat, the live <laughs> chat, um, and let us know what year you think this is. Yep. Because I don't think they mentioned Jack's age. Future Jack. No. no. Right. Wait for the for Future, future Jack. Jack. Okay. In, yeah. Okay. Like what year? Oh, like on stage. Yeah. Like what year are we talking? Like with the child and yeah. Thanksgiving tradition. Right. Are we talking right. like 2035 here? Are we talking because he was Probably. born I mean, in 2018? Yeah, 2019, according 20. to this timeline. Yeah, because so like I knew it almost be 2040. Yeah, right. well, it was like because they turned they turned 40 in 2020. 
Right. Yeah, which Y'all, is which is nine months from Thanksgiving. Yeah. So this is crazy math. Let's so let someone August, break this down. August for us. of twenty twenty is when they're forty. Yes. We know that. Uh huh. So he was he was <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's around like twenty fifty maybe. He, he doesn't. Like, he doesn't look about thirty. All right, so? we can get. All right, we, okay. Okay. we got it. We got, we got to keep going. going clearly, yeah. thank you. Um, I was just getting enthralled with all the numbers. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, have, we have lots. Of, you told them to younger. chime in. So, so much we to have um, Abra Cadabra says around twenty thirty. Just Sheldon twenty forty. Obsess fangirl says 20, like twenty forty five. We so gotta move. We gotta move on. Yeah. We gotta move no, on. No. All right, guys. I love you all. We will <laughs> definitely check in, and I will comment below. But we still have way more things and way more important things to cover in ten minutes. So we're gonna speed through it um kate and toby any any thoughts on that one because honestly i've not been a big fan of kate's storyline lately yeah um, especially from tonight I, yeah i feel yeah. like just like communication right yeah. been their problem. Like, they, i feel yeah. like they have the same issue it's like you're resentful like kate's resentful at him because he like lost mm-hmm. weight without her he's resentful at her because she's like not losing the weight it's like yeah. dude if you guys just and also that she gets to spend time it. with jack, jack the most yeah. i right, think that's right. where his resentment but I feel For like sure. she probably feels like she like is obligated to. She's the mom, and like you know, don't and work, I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if she necessarily feels obligated to. I just don't think that she has much else. We always saw in the previous right, seasons on. that fat, keeping a job was kind of hard for her. She was going through several, and I think that it's just strange that they're like forcing her to be at home. But even if. Even if Jack wasn't around, would yeah. she lose the weight? No. Probably not. Yeah. So let's, like, not use Jack as the scapegoat For here. Sure. Like, she's using him as the cover. Yeah. And honestly, I think Beth broke it down the best. She was like, if you're talking about your marital problems yep. with an, a complete stranger, then there's bigger issues that you need yeah, to be concerning like, yourself with. Yeah, she's like, that's dangerous territory. It's yeah. dangerous territory. Yeah. So, I don't know. The fact that the text message that yeah, she that found out. of, See, like... See, I kind of don't think that the text message was maybe not even about her. I think that could have just been in Kate's head since she's been thinking about this. And I think that when it gets brought up, the way that everything kind of has been aligning, it's that Toby's the positive one. Toby's the one that's trying to be encouraging and not fight and of everything of that nature. We saw it on the plane. So I kind of think that she saw that text message, assumed it was about her, and I think it actually was about her, though. Yeah, I mean, it might I have think it could be but, both ways. Yeah. But I, for a second, I'm like, ooh, ouch, that's a bad text. Yeah. But then I thought, no, it's that's way too obvious. It's probably something that's else. How, that's it's, how I thought. It's yeah. a CrossFit group right, chat. Yeah. yeah. So, like, why anyway. would he be talking about Kate and the group chat with his CrossFit people? So... That's what made me yeah. think. Maybe it's not about. I don't know. He can't talk about anything with his wife. So who yeah. else is he going to talk about it with? The group chat, though. Everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but that's pretty much it for the Kate and Toby thing because <laughs> yeah. that could be a whole long right. discussion. Because I really, really, really want to talk about Rebecca because I think she's the overarching yeah. big topic sure. outside of Nikki of this entire episode. Yeah. And it was a really confusing thing until the very end yeah. for me because we obviously don't see her change from her pajamas into yeah. her clothes to go out. Yeah. So it was very two different very timelines yeah. for Rebecca, and we obviously see her. Um, getting confused mm-hmm. and everything else. They did a good job confusing us. Yes, <laughs> like, really confusing. Sure. So, the the flowers one, that storyline is when the, the Alzheimer's is actually kicked in. Yeah. yeah. Is, which we thought her going to the bakery was for 
Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, right. but it wasn't. It was clearly she was, the I guess, going to get a birthday cake, maybe? Yeah. She originally went like, in with the intention of going to the bakery yes, for that episode. Yes. Right. So that's where they threw us, first of all. Yeah. Well, she does come back when they go at the end when she's with the police officers and she says, I'm sorry, I was trying to get you a cake. Mm-hmm. But, and so she does say that she was getting a birthday cake for them. Yeah. yeah. But, like, right. she had originally set out that morning to yeah. go get a cake. So that's yeah. where I was, like, before we even got to police officers, like, oh, okay, this is when it happens. Yeah. Um, and then with the phone call from Randall, yes. it's still tied into this episode yes. of Thanksgiving because Randall's calling her and she leaves the phone behind. So, and then fast forward, we realize that this isn't that time frame yet. Right. right. Yep. Yeah, I kind of want to go back and just make sure that the her clothes are like. <laughs> well, because we never see her change from pajamas when she said, "I'm going to go to the movies." Yeah. To right. when she went out to the park. That's and true. we don't know what neighborhood she's in either because yeah. she never addresses it. Yeah. And she's in the neighborhood that Kevin now lives in yes. whenever she's looking for the bakery and thinks that she sees William. But we yeah. just assume at the beginning that it's this storyline yeah. rather yeah. than like, oh, fast forward future. And okay. then she walks up to the cabin and I was like, oh my God, is that the cabin that they went to for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yes. With yeah. the pilgrim hat. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, she took him to the wrong yeah, address. Like, That's I was, what I was thinking. No, and, right, and I yeah. was like, there's no, I was like, Randall doesn't live there. I know. Like, what? I was very confused. Yeah. And also, this is getting to predictions, but why are they not talking? I, I don't know. know. I wrote oh, that we'll down get to we'll get to I, have, I have a prediction on yeah. this. So okay. stay tuned. I have okay. a prediction on that. So, and also, this disease goes fast. Because she realizes it and looks at Randall and says, I need to go to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Nine months later is when this alter, like this... It happens. Yeah. Yes. I'm losing my own words talking about it. It's just a really like emotional subject to yeah, talk right. about. I mean, it was already sort of happening. Like she said, I guess she did actually go to the movie and yeah. forgot what she was going to see mm-hmm. like immediately. Yeah. Which see, is in that crazy. moment, I thought she was lying. I'm like, you didn't go yeah. to the movie, yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. But I, I so see. <laughs> yeah. And I Same. and again, like I think even one of the most beautiful moments of this episode was when they did the slow motion shot, completely going from side to side of her face because. Everything about that, how you said about being present, like, I saw it just completely on her face. And, like, shout out to Mandy Moore for that because every emotion was just so clearly seen and in the fact of her realizing what was going on. It was in that moment that it was like, wow, she knows what she has. She knows that this is serious. And I was just, I was blown away by Mandy Moore and just the way that they directed that scene. And... The performance at the Chinese restaurant. That yes. broke me. Oh, yes. yeah. That one broke me because yeah. that's real fear. Yeah. And you just know yeah. at that point. Because I think, I mean, obviously we now, at the end of the episode, we know she goes to the doctor yeah. with Randall. And in the in the previews, she goes with, obviously, Miguel as well. And so she knows. Yeah. Yeah. And to have that... Oh, I couldn't even imagine. When I lose right. my phone, there's like that sense of panic and urgency mm-hmm. that you don't know where your own phone is. And so I couldn't even imagine being in that state of mind knowing that you don't remember anything. It's, yeah, it's so crazy. I mean, it's such a scary disease yeah. um, to just black out like that. Like where you are just operating like normal and all of a sudden you don't realize like where you are. Or like yeah. you've. It's oh, a man, scary that's, disease that's for the worst. everybody. Yeah. I actually just Terrifying. lost my grandmother a week ago today yeah. from Alzheimer's. And yeah. it's like the most devastating thing that you can watch. 
and I'm sure to experience. So, like, I apologize for getting emotional, but I felt like this was the moment to say that. So yeah. that way it, like, was transparent. Yeah. But it is one of those things that I'm really glad that they're, like, bringing light to on the show and, like, really showing that emotion because you feel all of it. Um, but obviously we have so much more to talk about for predictions and our tearjerker moments. So let's jump into our tearjerker moments first. <laughs> Exactly. Oh See, I just cried. She just had to give the emotion, the sound effect I wasn't giving you guys. Um, but for all of you all that are joining us for the first time, and obviously you're joining really? us for a second time, yes. but just to be a refresher, um, our tearjerker moments are all of the ones that we have throughout the show, uh, rated from one, being like, oh, that was really sweet, to a five where you're uncontrollably sobbing like the sound you just heard. Um, so who would like to start? I will. Okay, take it, Sarah. <laughs> um, okay, ooh, I had several. I'm going to say three. Oh, that's oh, big. Oh, that's, that's big for parents. It really is. <laughs> I, and I'm not even going to say the one that really got me to three. It, it was with Nikki, but I'm not going to do that yeah. one. Um, my, my second choice is with Beth and Deja, her mm. stepping in as kind of stepmom figure. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a great moment. I thought Beth was going to go in there and make it a Beth moment. Mm-hmm. But she knew what Deja needed, and she needed her mom, and she asked her to tell this story and I thought mm. that was so beautiful and a real mom moment mm-hmm. and I was like they just so lucky she's got two great moms so exactly. that like gave me goosebumps and also made me tear up a little bit ah! so, yeah. alright I'm gonna I'll make this quick I'm gonna do four yep Oof. oh yep. yeah four, yep, we're four there. big four big four because I just about lost it like I said it would have been tears streaming down my face in the Nikki moment mm-hmm. just that whole realization that he was not erased that he was sprinkled into their lives without even realizing it and him seeing him come to that realization was just powerful for me mm-hmm. and it it got me it got me good yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough uh I will do three oh okay uh which is big for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I am going to pick the moment uh, at the end when when Randall was uh, talking to his mom and she finally admitted mm. that um you know she did like need help. Yeah. And I think for a parent that must be the hardest thing to do. Like you uh, again I'm not a parent yet, but I think being a parent is sort of protecting your kid against the world. So the last thing you want to do really is is admit that you're flawed or mm. you have faults and and you're not perfect because I think every parent would want to be their kid's hero. Um, and so to admit that, that vulnerability was was a really cool moment. Even mm. though it, it took a while and they've kind of fought about it and, and Randall came in, with, like, kind of dialed his own thing back. Mm-hmm. Um, and even him doing that, I thought, was, was very respectful of and and how that was handled was mm-hmm. super cool for me. Mine... Well, I had a double whammy, so I'm going to do five, y'all. Ooh, oh, wow. I had oh. actual tears. She saw the tears. Yeah, so I can I say I, I, I earned that five. You pulled a Nikki. You tried to like, look pulled, away. Oh, I tried to look away, and I got caught. <laughs> All the tissues. Um, mine was doubleheader. Obviously, the Nikki moment. Like, I actually teared up watching him do that. And then um, the second time I cried during the episode was when she was sitting in the Chinese restaurant. Because yeah. that feeling is just... 
Whew, many more coming out with the performance <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I she's mean, crushing it. she's yeah. crushing it. Like three from, different timelines, right? Yeah. Three person. different timelines. One person when she was doing it with Jack when he yeah. died, and then this performance. Like those are my two outstanding moments from Mandy yeah. Moore. So kudos to her. Yeah. She killed it. Um, and that leads us into our news and gossip because Miss Mandy Moore is in it. Oh yes, it's very very quick. Um, but I think since it's been kind of a somber moment, it's, yes. This will cheer us up. Exactly. But yeah. Old Miguel and old Rebecca have a, a <laughs> moment where they're breaking it down and Randall is their hype man. We have a little clip on Instagram. You see them breaking oh, it. Look at go. A little foot action. Oh, yeah. It's so cute and hey, so funny. Hey. Uh, oh, but also they're like <laughs> in the character outfit. Yes, it's great. So good. Sometimes uh, I forget. Uh, I feel like Miguel really is that age. Like yeah. I know Rebecca's yeah. not, yeah. but yeah. I feel like that's really Miguel. So it's funny for me. Oh my gosh, I love it. And that's all we got. She's thirty-five, and like yeah. they do a great yes. job with her makeup. I'm like, yeah, so convincing. I mean, listen, Rebecca aged well, though. I will yeah. say that because she's yeah. in her seventies at this point, yeah. like late seventies. So she's killing she it with the moisturizer. Good. She looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that leads us into our best part. We got to do it quick, y'all. But I know that we have so After many Buzz predictions. TV predictions. Yes. Well, I can start. I am. I have two quick ones. One that you will be a fan of. One that you will not. One I'm sticking to. I love that you look at me for that one. Yep. <laughs> so it's the one that I've been sticking to and singing the same song about. That uh, Kevin Mm-mm. is going to end up still being with Sophie for the sole fact. You can grill me on this in the comments if you want, but for the sole fact that he talks about wanting a family and the only woman that he's ever truly seen himself really have a family with. In addition. To uh, best sister, I just blanked on her name because I'm trying to say this fast. But Zoe, Zoe, there we go. In addition to her is Sophie, so I think that that's how they're going to tie this back together. I've said that from the beginning as well as my other prediction is between Randall and Kevin and why they're not going to be talking nine months from now. I think it's because they both have had this alpha female complex ever since they were children, and both thinking that they're more protective over their mother and wanting to be closer to their mother. And so I think Randall having this knowledge, he's going to keep it from Kevin and. And it's not going to be until she starts to get really bad that he will finally bring it up to them. And I think they're going to be very angry that they haven't known about this. That I agree with. Yeah. All 100%. right. I agree Go. completely with Haley. Uh, my second one, I'm just going to be really fast about it. Um, I think that Cassidy is actually already pregnant with Kevin's baby. Most confusing prediction ever. Throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. We don't have time to talk know. about it. It's totally, like, totally. Let's talk in the comments. Uh, yeah, I don't even have predictions. <laughs> I have I questions. Do? Why hasn't the mom gotten help? Like, if Randall knows about this, why hasn't he Well, I mean, there's not anything? much help you can actually do at that point. Really? No, actually. Oh, there's no... Mm-mm. So, oh, well, unfortunately, there you go. There you go. But um, as for my prediction, I agree 100%. That's why they're fighting, is that he keeps it from her. And it's not Sophie! <laughs> That's all I got That's for you. That's all Bring I got for you guys. Characters. We're not going to see you all for so long. Uh, We're not seeing you until January 14th. So, that being said, from us to you, happy holidays, Double happy double. Thanksgiving, all the things. We will be back in January, but that gives you plenty of time to hit us up on our social media and in the comments on YouTube. So, keep watching all of our after shows. Let us know what you think. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Awesome. You guys can find me everywhere at Hey John Blake. I just wanted to say Happy Indigenous People Day too. If you don't celebrate, oh yes, yes, there you go. And you can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose Paris with two eyes. And I am Haley Graves. You can find me on Twitter Haley One Graves Two, and on Instagram at Haley Graves with two S's. 
And we'll miss you guys over the holidays. We'll see you all next year. Oh my gosh, 2020. We'll see you then. 2020. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.